Welcome to the Future Tribe podcast, where we're all about taking your future to the next level. Whether it is interviewing guests or unpacking strategies, you know we will be talking about getting things done and backing you, a fellow optimistic go-getter. And now, as always, here is your host, the formidable, fortunate and highly favoured, Jermaine Muller. That's when you can create that emotional connection with your clients they will want to work with you for long periods of time because anyone can teach copy and paste tactics and strategies. I've done it for years. It's yeah. not difficult. Yeah. However, if you can see potential in somebody, genuine potential, like you actually believe in them, like if you, and you can see where they're going to be in 2023, 2024, 2025, because you hold such a clear conviction of their talent and their, their commitment, mm-hmm. they want to invest in you. And, and Lisa had that, for me in that moment. And it's all it took for me to go, yep, I see something there. Um, And I grew from that moment. So from that moment, I went and done a life coaching course. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I went and done a life coaching course. Now here was the thing. As good as that life coaching course was, it didn't satiate me. I wasn't, I was like, ah, this is interesting. There's a gap here Mm -hmm. because I was like, ah, there was something within me is as great as everybody said that experience was, it wasn't great for me. It wasn't and great was as it like, could have been. That's it, absolutely. For, for me, I was like, uh, because the, her, the, the target market for the coaching school I went to at that stage, this was me at a, as a 19 year old, 20 year old kid still, and probably still am one happily. <laughs> um, what happened then was um, the target market was um, 35 to 55 year old women, right? So I was the youngest in the room um, by far, let's call it five years. It was more than that, but let's be safe than that. And it was 75% women. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, this is interesting. Um, and it took me a few years to grow into the coach I wanted to be. So I'd done life coaching. Um, helping it was hourly rate it was 120 per so you hour. started a service I mean a business where you're a life coach and you provide um, life coaching that's right at this time in my life I had enough life experience through my f- first initial challenges to go if I can do that I can do this mm-hmm. and so you had a confidence day, in yourself there but by this yeah, stage, like a confidence yeah. to sort of say, yes, I can help someone through their, their troubles because I have been through this. That's, that, that, that's absolutely right. Not to say I wasn't questioned. However, it didn't matter if I was questioned. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. make sense? A bit like yeah. you at 13, you have your first handful of clients. However, you know the value you can deliver. So it doesn't matter so much when you, you, you get the question. Because right? it's not an unknown. It's sort of this quantified, qualified thing that you can provide. So then when you do get questioned, it's not a, a weak house that's going to fall apart. It's this, right. it's this stable, you know, mansion that you've started to build yes. that you can turn back and quite confidently defend. I just like you said, then I was steadfast on my values, even as mm-hmm. a 19, 20 year old, I knew who I was because of the hard work. Mm-hmm. The hard work molded me into understanding my values, which means I understood my value and made things a lot easier for me during that period. 
Now, it took, it was about two and a half, three years as a life coach for me to say, oh, you know what? I'm ready to go one to many versus one to one. Right. And, like, and put this into context, you were doing fine financially. Um, you know, were you in Sydney? Is that, is, is that, that where I was in face? Sydney at the stage, Kirribilli in Sydney, mm-hmm. and I was doing good financially, but far beyond what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Far beyond. And, and what I mean by that is when you're running a time for money business, meaning you're, you've got six sessions, it's 120 per hour, that takes up a lot of emotional energy. And I wasn't doing any one-to-many at this stage. So yes, I was doing okay, but it was pretty much I had replaced the trucking job with a life coaching job. Mm. Another job that pays you for for your time and and That's right. you know it's a finite thing. You can't do, uh, especially somewhere that is emotionally draining. You wouldn't be able to more, do more than say right. four sessions a day. Like you're True. already starting to drain yourself, and then you go home and <laughs> you you probably were just emotionally tired. Um, yes, which would then affect the other parts of your life. So now you're ready to. So at this stage, you're sort of thinking. This isn't something that, I mean, you know, even that mathematically just hit a limit. You you either, you hit a point where once you exhaust all your time, you either got to charge more or got to somehow find more time. And we all know that second option isn't an option. So now you're getting to that stage where, okay, you got to charge a bunch of money. But again, um, you've obviously seen that one to many is a much better approach. Yes, that's right. And that's when I transitioned. I said, okay, I'm going to do one to many and I'm going to do events. Events mm. have been the core of my business because I, I heard a Robert Kiyosaki quote, some quotes stick and some quotes don't, right? And this quote stuck because I was ready for the lesson. It said, rich people or successful people build networks. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, network. Okay, I need to start building networks of people around me, a bit like what we're doing right now. Um, building networks of people that around me that understand me and my core values and I can start to leverage my time and events were a great way to do this. Mm -hmm. But at this stage, I was no longer just doing the life coaching. I was doing the life coach training. So this is when you could say I had graduated to training coaches rather than just the the mainstream marketplace. Mm -hmm. It was anyone that needed help at that stage I would be a life coach. It went from, oh, okay, I'm going to focus on actually training coaches, consultants, and mentors. And this is when that market started to pop up. Like, Mm -hmm. this this wasn't such a big big market before, but there was like one coaching school in Melbourne that were doing it really, really well, the one that I mentioned. And funnily enough, this is what had happened. After that day, after that weekend that I'd spent with them, I'm like, they'd mentioned a few times that they were looking for um, other people to work with them. And I called them up and said, hey, you know, I'm looking to, to work with you guys. I think I'd be really, I'd add a lot of value. And they pretty much flat out said no. Like it was, <laughs> it was pretty cruel. Yeah, and, wow. You know, at that stage, a no today, you don't, like I wouldn't even, it wouldn't register, yeah. right? I just, it it's wouldn't just even. Event. It's just another thing. Yes, that's right. But a no then was like you, I had to think about building up the courage to ask. So no then was a real no for me. Mm. Um, 
And so what had happened is I'd gone through this life coaching journey and let's say I'm two and a half years, maybe three years um, into my uh, life coaching journey. I had said to myself then, um, oh, I'm going to start my own life coaching school. Mm-hmm. And that's when things changed right. to the one-to-many aspect. And what had happened is the first name ever was the, the Life Coach Institute. That was the name because it was like... This is for your made, business. That was the business. What mm-hmm. made sense to me, like it was scary to call myself an institute. Like I'm graduating here. I'm like, and I had to like Google it. Can you legally call yourself an institute? Yes. Right? Without being like a, a, a university or something. Yes, that's yeah. right. And, yeah. you know, I ticked that off and I'm like, what would I call myself? And I was like, the Life Coach Institute. And I was like, oh, because it says what it does. Mm-hmm. Because... At this time, this is when I really got into Facebook ads. At this stage, you could just put your um, page up on Facebook. This is before Mark started messing with the page algorithms. Mm-hmm. Um, and like people would just like your page because of what it was called. Like, and they'd they just, probably find your page because of what it's called because they're yes. probably Googling it and it's coming up because you're not one of thousands of pages that are trying to do the same thing. You're probably one of maybe hundreds. That's right. And at this stage, people would probably call themselves like lion something life coaching school or, mm-hmm. but we called it exactly what it is. Cause I understood Google and I understood um, Facebook at the time. Things changed, but Google's still similar. However, um, what happened then was I started attracting a lot of business coaches and business coaches wanted to work with me, but they don't relate to life coaches. Right. Like, they're like, Jack, I'm, you're, you're called the life coaching school. I really like you, but the life coaching school just doesn't work. And I'm like, fair point, because I had even grown from the life coaching thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'd done all of this marketing up until this point, marketing and selling for the business to, be, to become a success. So I had even grown from that as well. The, the life coaching was an entry point for me, a vehicle, a starting point for me. But I had grown, so then I actually um, graduated the name to the Australian Institute of Coaching. It sounded even bigger. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I'll take that. The name, I looked it up on ASIC and I'm like, the name's available. I couldn't believe it at the time. Um, and at this stage, I was already planning my exit. I was like, I, I could see that the market here was just so ripe. Like people were into this thing. Mm-hmm. And I just love that I was solving such a big problem for the marketplace. So this time we were doing life coach training. Uh, life, uh, you'd get certified as a life coach. We we're doing NLP training, um, and we were, uh, which is neuro linguistic programming for your listeners. Um, and we were doing um, certify yourself as a business coach. So we we're doing all three of these things. And so, when you say we, this is still you at this stage or had you brought someone else so on? It's or? funny you ask. It's a good question. Um, I had brought in a business partner at this stage because what remember when I said we were doing events? Mm-hmm. I was doing events. He was one of the first attendees at the events. I was working part-time on my business and part-time working for another company selling courses. Right, just to, to make ends meet. To make ends meet, you, you, you must. You just got to do what you got to do. Exactly. That's Completely. Right. I mean, hey, if you got to run a business during the day and 
clean yep. someone else's office at night to make yep. ends meet. You've got to do what you've got to do. Absolutely. And to, to be fair, um, this the reason I wanted to work for this company was because I was still wrapping my head around marketing at this stage. Mm -hmm. So it was a learning experience then for you still sort of, this is Jack still going through his evolution. He's, he's learning, he's experiencing new things, experimenting with new things. That's right. This was, I understand the yellow pages marketing, right? Put an ad in, but this is when change was happening. Facebook was, was coming mm -hmm. up because we're right now we're, we're in 2013, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're in 2013 yeah. and I'm like, okay, I need to understand. And the only distinction I needed was lead gen, but mm -hmm. I didn't even understand lead gen at that stage. Yeah. Because I'm like lead gen, like, and I was like, and they're like, oh, let's get leads in. I'm like, oh, so you just put up a like, because at this stage it was like, you put up a landing page with something cool on it and people just opt in. Yes. That was it. And then you would just pick up the phone. I don't have my phone here, funnily <laughs> enough. I usually do. You would just pick up the phone and say, hey, this is Jack Murray from the Australian Institute of Coaching. Um, thanks for, enroll uh, thanks for um, entering your details for a free life coach information pack or a free business mm -hmm. coach information pack. And we just build rapport. That was the whole process. It, was, it didn't need to be fancy. And this is the challenge of most people they're bought into a marketer's dream right now because they're buying a marketing package of build a funnel that has upsells, downsells, cross sells, tripwires, downwires, and you just don't need all that stuff. Like I get that your ego will tell you you will, but the truth is you need to talk to people and figure it out, figure out what you need to get as close to your clients as you can and right now, if you're starting out, it's on the phones. And that's what it yeah. was for me. Or, or in person. And that's a big thing I tell people right. as well. Because, yes. you know, just as a side note, I I don't offer, I mean, it depends. Um, I, I've worked with some sort of paid business so to do business coaching for other people. Um, yes. But a lot of the times clients come in and I, or, or their mates um, or, you know, friend adjacent and we have a chat and the number of times that I've heard, mate, I just need this amount of money to run this thing. Um, you know, I, I think one of the, one of the things that come to mind is um, someone said they needed to f get funding to run a whole week's worth of events um, for, for an institution, for an, for a school. Okay. Uh -huh. And my approach to him was, have you talked to anyone yet? Nah, wow. mate. I've I've talked to you know I've talked to uh, the the um, minister for education. I said no no yeah, no. Sure. You know, have yeah. you talked to the a principal? Have you talked to yeah. you know the head of the college? Have you sure. have you suggested that you go in and you you do a three hour session? You know, it's just yeah. a taste test. And everyone yes. everyone is is well sort of understanding that it's just a taste test. It's not sure. the full. Yeah five five days condensed into one and his his was his response was oh well that's that's a that's a really good good idea and i sort of went i mean <laughs> this is what we're talking about isn't it yes. getting in front of the people yes and if you can show uh, you know i'm not above doing free work as well i think sure. free work sure. has got a bad name to an extent sure. but sure. hey i used to do stuff that i do now for 150 bucks now i used to do it for 10 and sure i get it you know, if I have to, if we're going to new market, if we're going to new area, 
guess what? We're going to do it for 50, 60 bucks an hour. That's not totally. what we always charge, but when we're learning, when we're still, you know, trying to get a few clients for yes. testimonials, trying to get a, an understanding of how people do things and how people yes. work. Yes. Hey, we're going to do what we need to do, you know? Absolutely. Um, and, and that's what you're talking about, getting in front of people, especially when you're starting off. You've got nothing yes. else to do. Like, that's right. When you're starting right. off, what do you have? This episode was made possible thanks to the following supporters. Future Theory, websites, marketing and design that make your goals come true. Proudly based in Canberra, Australia. Visit us online at futuretheory.com.au. But your mind will tell you that you need to do all these other things. Oh, set up funnels, set up yeah. email subscription systems, set up right. a you know, whiz bang new website. Now, don't get yes. me wrong. I, 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 we build websites. We help with marketing. Yeah. That All that stuff's important. But yes. if you come to me and say, this is day one, I'm not going to yes. say, Jack, you need a fantastic website. We need to spend you know, weeks and weeks coming up with branding and coming oh. up with all that stuff. Unless you've done it before and this is, you know, you're just starting a business and you know what That's you need. Right. But That's if this right. is your first day, day one, not a chance. Keep your That's money. Right. Go talk to people. Get on the phone. Get on yes. the phone. Talk to people. Understand what they need. And then we'll get talking. But that's where people like to spend their time. It's, they, they, want a, they, want, they want business cards, but business cards are useless. Yeah, because they don't so, want to meet the people to give the business well, cards to. You're absolutely right. And, and the distinction behind for me it is if you want to position yourself as a true expert, you don't give out your business cards. My clients do not have my phone number. That mm-hmm. I, I don't have email. You, you, because email is a way of wasting everybody's time. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Not wrong. I mean, how many chains can you get called in where That's there's right. six people giving their opinions yes. and then you've got yes. to respond to each one individually or That's each right. one in one, or all of them in one go? Yep, yep, no, totally agree. In- and the, 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 because what I'm speaking about here is just based on reality of business, right? And I'm going, hey, email has cost me a lot of time. I'm not going to do that anymore. Phone calls is pretty much giving your clients or your prospects an invitation to disrupt you whenever they like. No and they have to you. be answered, yep. Or, or you're the right. rude one who gives the phone number out but never answers the phone. That's right. So what happens now is if you ask for my phone number, I just say no and then I say go on to it because I think social media is the new business card. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the reason I link pe- up with people as soon as I can on something like Instagram is I want to either attract or repel as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to make your decision up on me as quickly as possible. Yeah. Hey, I like this guy or I don't like this guy because we can't have a long-term relationship if you don't like me. I'm yeah. so, we just... No, true. And, and because most people lead with services, I don't lead with services. I lead with my personality and then you ask about what I do. But if, you, if, if I sell you on services, you're not going to be a long-term client. Almost yeah, always yeah. because as soon as someone price cuts me or someone seduces you into their new marketing gimmick, you mm-hmm. leave. Mm-hmm. And if we do it the, the way without the business cards and the emails and the phone numbers and we, and you go onto my social and you look at me and you take a look at some of my posts, you make a decision to me. And then we jump on like a conference call together where no one has each other's number. Yeah. And we meet like on this even playing field where you've called in and I've called in. 
and we both hit it off, that's the start of a really great relationship. Yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it. That's, I mean, and again, this puts this puts um, a lot of what people believe. You know, like I've I've met a number of people because they come to me when say they're looking at getting their first website built. You know, and that's often something that people decide they can't do by themselves. Cool. And they come to me and they say, Jermaine, um, can you put all my socials on there? And you look at it and there's like five, six different social platforms. Yes, yes. These kinds of stuff are just, it's just, it's just rubbish, really. Um, That's right. What, what is a business? You have no business having six different social platforms um, yes. when you're just getting into business. Even the biggest That's players right. don't, don't do that. It's that, because that, it's that, not right. time, time efficient. It's not a smart way around it. So you, you would rather just get in touch. And I mean, you know, the quicker you can get to the first yes or no, the more yes. it makes sense at the end of the day. Sure. I, I want you to buy into my personality before I, I sell you anything. Hmm. I want to create a real connection at a soul level. Like I'm in a real connection, not, not this thing where I just fake your rapport. I want you <laughs> yeah. to understand that like I'm, I am the real deal. And if you, if you can't see that I am the real deal, that I've put time and energy into this to become great at it. And you can't see my genius without seeming arrogant. You're just not going to invest in me continuously because what tends to happen in the whole coaching, consulting, training, mentoring space is it's, it's almost like you have zero original thinkers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone's just going off what someone else said and then it's just a permutation of that. I mean, quickly, what, what I I should mention is when you reached out first, I loved, I loved, loved, loved. And I went around to Hayden who edits this podcast and I said, Hayden, this guy, man, he's got, there's something like, he's just smart. Um, because responding via, so I sent you, you sent me a message. I sent you a response and you got back to me with a video. Um, my first response and, and, you know, being in marketing, I know that this is again, something I should be doing, but I, I don't because, you know, um, you know, do what I say, not what I do, (laughs) but video message. And what that told me was you're not copying and pasting, you know, my swapping my name out in the video. You said, hi, Jermaine, you had a few questions. These are the responses. And that, that just made me go, okay, this guy knows what he's doing, you know, versus, this is just like, this could be his PR guy or, or whatever sure. else. Yes. I, and, and you're absolutely right because I, that's, that's when I, I want you to make a decision on me, right? Mm. It's like, because it makes everything, if, if it doesn't flow from the beginning, I know this can't flow. So it's basically a disqualify for everyone, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, because we could jump on here and be clunky as we've, we haven't met before. Mm-hmm. And you're clunky as because no one's been authentic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, everyone's so, trying to put on these fronts. Yes, that's right. And, and that's the game I used to play. Like, I'm no exception to the rule, right? But I just learned that I wasn't really attracting what I call my soulmate clients. Mm-hmm. Like, if you come and work with me now, like, my clients stay with me for years and years and years. I, like, it, and it's like, we've got a bit of a joke. Like, they've they've... They, they've, they say that they're going to work with me indefinitely and as a sole contract and it's not Scientology L. Ron Hubbard, right? It's got nothing to do with that. It's, they have just made an agreement to go, hey, I want to work with these guys, yeah. with me. Um, instead of, this, this is the difference. 
I don't do legal contracts, zero legal contracts. Legal contracts have always become a headache for me mm-hmm. because what you're really saying when you send out a legal contract is you don't trust the person you're getting into business with. Yeah. And if I don't trust the person I'm getting into business with, I'm not going to get into business with them. Yeah. You're not going to go down that road. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you take 50% for a service, you know, deliverable yeah. um, yes. and, and hold them to a contract when they don't yes. want to bring, bring, you know, pay the next 50%, for example, like yes. what sort of relationship have you built now that's that right. you have to turn back to a sheet of paper with signatures on it to say, that's right. You, you signed this now we, you have to pay me. No, How does that work in the marketplace? It doesn't. It, it doesn't work. So, you know, if we're to get into mechanics, so what do you do if somebody doesn't agree to it? Like, are you really going to take them to VCAT? Mm. Like, are you really? Mm. Maybe, but would you waste your time as a business professional? Is, is it worth it? Yeah. 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 Is it, are you going to pay lawyer fees? Are you going to do any of that? No. Yes. So, so, and this is where I, so with my clients, they all pay in full. Everyone pays in full. Funnily enough, like why would they pay in full? Because they want their clients to pay in full. Like it's, it's a pretty good idea to set the precedent. Like you mentioned from the beginning, please lead by example with me. So what they're really signing with when they come and work with me is integrity. Mm -hmm. Like if, if we all can't lead by example, sign with the bond of integrity, which is much stronger than a worn out contract, by the way, just a signature. Yeah. Who yeah. It's barely a signature now with Adobe sign and all that. It's just a yeah. click of the button and they say, yes, I signed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've never had anyone in all my years default, not one. Mm-hmm. Not, this, is, this is no joke. Not one person default when we have what I call a soul agreement. It's like, we're just connected. We know this is going to work. There's pure authenticity. Versus I've had numerous clients default with a written legal contract. Yeah. 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 No doubt. No, so, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just the really, I think it's a good takeaway for the people listening that things that, you know, may seem like they're, they, they're different than the mainstream tend to work if they're tried and tested without the email, without the phone number, without the contracts. They sound counterintuitive, but they actually make a big difference in business. Yeah, completely. So, so okay, now you're, what are we, 2013, 2014, you've now started your Australian Institute of Coaching. Is that is that what That's it was right. called? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. We started the Australian Institute of Coaching and this was a big success. So we became the number one online life coaching school in Australia. Mm-hmm. And when everybody else is focusing on, getting people in a room, which we did as well, but we focused on a lot of the online stuff. I was like, if I do this online really well, I'm going to have lower overheads with less stress and I can systemize everything. Tech is not a challenge. So, and we can send out people's courses and they can graduate, uh, do the course, graduate within six months and off they go onto their course or they can come work with me further on a more personal level. However, what really was the difference for me at this stage was Google. We ended up getting on the front page of Google with the keywords life coaching certification and life coaching school in yeah. Australia. So we almost had 
an unlimited supply of leads. It was mm. like we get leads in on organic, mm. like every yeah, day. Free. That's right. It was free. Um, it was just a matter of sort of converting them. That's into, right. It was pick up the phone. Hey, it's yeah. Jack. Um, and just going from there, we had a sale. I had a sales team um, of three people. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were selling remotely as well. So we'd always have a sales team selling remotely. So it was a very well-oiled machine. That's what I liked about that business compared to the Mm one-on-one. The one-to-many was like, oh, wow. Like I can sell as much as we can sell and we're not cut capped in time. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Future Tribe podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on your podcast app.